This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss failure is an option. Failure is an option is a pretty fascinating topic. It's pretty fascinating to think about all the times we actually fail and the repercussions about failing and how we are actually taught from a very young age that failure is the wrong thing to do. It's something bad. It's something that we should be ashamed of. It's something that stigmatizes you. But the thing about it is, is that failure is an opportunity to learn, opportunity to grow, an opportunity to get better at whatever you're doing. Failure is an option. I know that we all heard the saying from NASA the, that, they, that goes, failure is not an option. I can understand that failure is not an option when you have three men in a space capsule going around the moon and the, and the space capsule is, is disabled and you have to get them back home. In that type of a situation, I can understand that failure is not an option. You need to do whatever you can to get these folks back home. But in just regular life, failure is, is an option. It's an opportunity for, for you to see what you can do, for you to actually grow and get better. So I remember when I was doing my research on this, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I got to think about something. I got to think about failure in my lifetime. And what is the, the, the things that I can remember from an early childhood about failure? And I remember a time when I was about, I guess, between 11 or 12 years of age. And I was in elementary school. And it was the time where we had to go ahead and bring back our report card. This was, I guess, the year-end report card. You know, that report card that had all the semesters uh, on it. And in the city of Chicago, way back in the 70s, we didn't have the grading system of A, B, C, D, and, and F. They had a kind of a unique grading system. It was kind of, kind of different. They had three letters. S stood for satisfactory. That meant that you accomplished everything, everything was fine. F was fair. That, okay, you're kind of like borderline. And then so the letter U was unsatisfactory. In other words, in modern terms, a U would be an F. So I remember the time that I brought home my report card. And I'm looking at my report card, and and it was it really wasn't that good, to be honest with you. I, I think I probably really wasn't a good student when I was in elementary school. But I had to bring home my report card. And my mom... She was, she's Spanish. She reads Spanish. So she really didn't understand English. So I'm showing her the report card. And she's looking at it, not really understanding it. And I had, I believe it was, I'm almost positive, like 26 U's in my report card. 26 U's. And I'm thinking about it, right? Wow, that was 
that was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. And it talk about the epitome of failure. I think I failed every single course of every single semester during that whole entire year when I was 12, 11 or 12. I forget what it was. I think it was 11 going into 12. But what happens is, so I had to show my mom my report card. And she's saying, ooh, ooh, what's these U's? She's asking me. Because she sees the letter U. And the letter U in Spanish is ooh. So, and of course, I'm frightened. I'm frightened because I know I failed just about everything. So I told my mom that the letter U stood for you do good. <laughs> Which... I'm not sure how the heck I managed to con my way out of this, but she actually believed it, that you meant you do good. It's really kind of crazy. But that was my very first time that I had to deal with failure. And of course, I was, I was embarrassed, I was ashamed that I failed absolutely everything. But from that moment on... I decided, you know, I'm going to really try. And from that point on, I started being a better student. I started learning. I started actually doing my homework, actually doing everything that I had. From that point on, I became a better student. And I think it was because of the fact that I realized that I had failed, but I didn't give up. I went on and kept on doing what I had to do, kept on studying, kept on studying. And I was a much better student after that. So what I'm saying is failure is not the end of the world. Failure is not fatal. You're not going to die if you failed. You know, so keep on trying over and over again. They say that failure is only part of the cycle of success. And the whole entire cycle of success is trying trying something new, trying something different, trying anything, failing, okay, so you fail. That's the second step in the cycle of success. Learning is the third. What did you learn from the failure? What can you get out of it? What can you figure it out? What can you figure out? And, of course, success. I heard a saying that Thomas Edison tried over 10,000 times to create a light bulb. When asked about those failures, he said he didn't fail. He just found 10,000 ways of not creating a light bulb. And it was because of all those failures, all those setbacks, that he kept on learning more and more and more. And I guess it's all about attitude. It's all about your attitude towards failure. I know some folks have the attitude of, if at first you don't succeed, set the blame quick. I heard a saying that, if, if at first you don't succeed, maybe skydiving isn't for you. Which is kind of funny to think about. There's a lot of ways of how we try to justify giving up because we failed. Well, you know, I got a C in, in college, my very first uh, class in college. I guess college is not good for me. You know, I guess I'm not a good student. I, I can't go to college and stuff. We're always ready to give up right away. And that's the problem with, with failing. That's the problem with the attitude that we've been 
that we formulated in our minds. It's a problem that our education system teaches us that failure is not a, not a good thing. Constantly, 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 we're we're taught that failing is something bad, something that you should be ashamed of, something that you should be embarrassed about. But it's part of the success cycle. You have to fail to succeed. And everybody has failed at something. If you think about it, right, you know, think about it in your mind. Do some reflective thinking. How many times have you failed, but you brushed yourself off and got back up and actually tried whatever you're trying to do all over again? And guess what? You got better. You know, it's, it's like me. I like to play tennis. I'm not really a good tennis player, but, you know, if I keep on practicing, I keep on practicing, you know what? My serves are getting a little bit better. My backhand is getting there. You know, and if it wasn't because I kept on practicing, even though I kept on hitting the net every time I tried to serve or I kept on serving it beyond the court, you know, I wouldn't have gotten better. But my wife can still beat me at tennis, so I, I, I'm not going to measure my performance by hers because she's a, she's a great player at tennis. So the whole entire thing is learn, embrace failure, and just move on. To understand failure, you have to understand the three different types of failure. The first one is avoidable. Avoidable failure. That meant that you either forgot something within the process or you forgot to do something. Something that you should have done, which you didn't, but resulted in, in a failure. You know, it may not have been intentional that you may have forgotten to maybe put yeast in the flour dough as you're making a pizza. Then all of a sudden the pizza comes out as hard as a hockey puck or something because it didn't rise. It was something that you forgot. And hopefully it didn't result in a, in a catastrophic disaster. You know, maybe you forgot to do something that, that you should have done. You always did, but just this moment in time, right? You forgot to do something. It's avoidable, something that you could have avoided if you were just paying attention, if you were just looking at what you were doing. And that's fine. The things about failure is accept that you made a mistake, take ownership of it, take responsibility for it, and just move on. Okay, whoops. Oops-a-daisy, I kind of made a mistake there. Uh, but it's not like me. I'll go ahead and I'll do something different. I'll change my approach to what I'm doing. And then so hopefully get better. The second type of failure is contextual. That means that your failure was due to outside forces, forces that you could not control. So you failed to get to work on time because there was a storm because uh, uh, there was a flood on the road or, or whatever it was that actually kept you from maybe getting to work on time, you failed to get to work on time. What, the outside forces that you could not predict actually caused you to cause a failure. And that's okay. You know, just realize that these are the things that we may, may need to prepare for better next time. Maybe... I had to leave a little bit earlier, you know, to get to work. Or maybe I had to do a couple step, steps to actually prepare 
just in case something happens that causes a failure. So it's something that that was out of your control. So as opposed to the first step, the first failure, where it was avoidable, take accountability, take responsibility, accept your your failure, and just change your attitude, change your approach. Contextual means that it was something that you didn't do, but it's something that you need to be aware of could happen and plan for it. Maybe create contingencies to make sure that you won't fail again in accomplishing what you have to do. So that's something that you have to look at. The third type of failure comes from overextending yourself or trying to create things, take, taking risks um, to do something. Okay, so you have a great idea that you're going to go ahead and take your business from here to there. If we, you know what, if we do this, this, and this, we're going to try to maybe increase productivity. If we just go ahead and, and make some changes, implement some changes that can go ahead and, and get us to this next level and stuff. But by overextending yourself, maybe overextending your resources, overextending uh, people's ability or capability to actually perform and do what you're actually able to do, uh, it caused you to fail. And you see this a lot with a lot of startup companies. You know, they have a great idea. They want to go ahead and, okay, you know what? I'm going to start a a business. I'm going to start a bicycle shop. You know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know what? I'm going to go and order 500 bicycles. Um, you know, you really sort of kind of taking a, a chance there, but I have big ambitions. I have big thoughts. I want to go ahead and, and shoot for the sky. Well, shoot for the sky is okay, but, you know, you need to sort of kind of take one step at a time in order to get there. But sometimes our, our ambitions kind of drive our action, and when our action doesn't result in what we anticipated or expected would happen, it causes failure. And I'm not saying don't take risks, don't take the opportunity to go ahead and extend yourself, trying to reach for as high as you can, but take a look at what can happen. Well, sort of kind of bought those 500 um, bicycles and we only sold two last month. Sort of kind of didn't work right, did it? So you have to take maybe a systematic approach, uh, evaluate all the risks, set yourself some milestones so you can measure how you're going to get to this place where you want to be. You may not be able to get there overnight, but if you plan accordingly, you can avoid failure. You can avoid overextending yourself. And like many companies do, you can avoid going out of business within the first year or two years. Statistics shows that a lot of businesses go basically under within 12 months to 24 months. The Small Business uh, Administration has all the statistics about how some small businesses basically fold within 24 months. And that's basically because they overextended themselves. Overextended themselves in terms of maybe loans to try to get this business up and going. Maybe somebody didn't actually do the market research. Well, maybe uh, maybe buying 500 bicycles might not have been the best thing to do. 
So take take a look. But people fail. Okay, accept it. Darn, that didn't work out. So accept accountability, responsibility, own it, and just press on. Grow and just press on. So those, those are three different types of failures. Now, what you should do is reflect back on some of the things that you have done in your life that you failed at. Maybe a change of attitude was, was needed. Maybe you should have taken a look at the outside factors that could have influenced your failures. Maybe you were reaching too high and not actually setting the steps one at a time to get to where you want to be. So take a look at what, what you have done, and hopefully you'll be able to, to change the prospects of learning so you can actually learn. As an effective manager within an organization, you have to let your people grow. And one of the things that you can do is let your employees actually make the decisions, make, make changes, implement changes that they think that are going to be successful within an organization. And if they fail, don't come down on them. Don't shun them. Do not humiliate them. Do not embarrass them. Ask them, ask them what did they learn? What did they learn from this experience? What could we have done better so that you can be successful? I remember a time when I worked for the Postal Service and this young supervisor, she wanted to make some changes in the way that she was processing mail. And I told her, well, that may not be a good thing. You know, you need to make sure that you get the, the mail out on, on time, you know, for the 5 o'clock uh, dispatch. And she says, well, I have a plan. I, I'm going to go ahead and do this, this, and this. Okay, no problem. She made the decision to process the mail a certain way with that expectation of being out on time at 5 o'clock on the 5 o'clock truck. But as the night went on and the mail was being processed, the mail was backing up and she failed to meet her dispatch. She failed. So when I asked her, so what did we learn? She said, well, I probably should have started a little bit earlier. I probably should have done this. I probably should have done that. Okay, good deal. That, that's a good. She took accountability for her actions. She took responsibility for the dispatch being late. But when I asked her what was it that she learned, she, she told me everything that she learned and everything that she's going to do better next time. And from that point on, she'd been... She was a, a very good supervisor. She processed her, her mail on time. The dispatches were on time all the time. So she learned. She grew. And one of the things that I'll always, always remember, and I mentioned this before on one of the other segments of my podcast, is that she came to my door, and she knocked on my door. And when, when I let her in, she told me, Mr. Molina, thank you for not yelling at me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to make my own decisions. Right there, failure was an option. The option was to let her do what she was going to do because she actually thought she was going to be able to make it on time. But she had 
contextual forces against her because the mail volume that came in, maybe the machine maybe shut off a couple of times and she had to start over again. So she had other factors that caused her to fail. But she took ownership. And that's the whole entire thing is allow your people to make mistakes, take ownership, and just move on. Live and grow with your mistakes. And she became one of one of my probably most excellent supervisors in that organization. So effective leaders allow people to take chances. Effective leaders allow people to make mistakes. Allow them to fail. Because only through failure can people grow. When it comes to failure, don't let your accomplishments define you. You define your accomplishments. If you failed at anything you tried to accomplish, you define that failure as an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to learn. It's that relationship that you have with failure that's going to result in success. And you'll be successful the more you try, the more you learn, the more you fail. Because you're going to be better, a better thinker, you know, better at anything that you do. I'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. And I hope that you can continue to support us by subscribing. And on our webpage, we have a link to Smashwords where there's some self-help books out there that you can go ahead and purchase. And I hope that you can go ahead and support our Patreon page. It is our goal to try to create a learning program for entrepreneurs, managers, leaders, or anyone who just wants to be a better leader within their work, rest, and play. So our Patreon page is out there, and uh, we really hope that you um, donate and help to support our cause and so that we can go ahead and provide you information that you can use on, on a day-to-day basis. I'd like to thank you very much, and as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.